Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Let me get to one of the big stories, of course, of the weekend. And I'm sure if you've been following the news, many of you may not understand completely what's going on. But as you know, the tensions have continued to rise between the United States and the country of Iran in the Middle East following the death of Iran's most powerful military commander. And on the line, of course, is security analyst Declan Power. Um, Declan, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you? A lot of people, I suppose, have been watching this on Sky News and CNN over the weekend. You know, and clearly, I suppose it would be fair to say it was the final nail in the coffin. And, you know, the killing of the American uh, in the embassy attack, I suppose, was a step too far for Donald Trump. Uh, and I suppose that uh, their leader basically suffered the consequences, pardon the pun. I mean, I mean, real, realistically, nobody's saying it's right to do it. But at the end of the day, I mean, there has to be some form of retribution, doesn't there? Well, true. Um, yeah, we shouldn't be shedding any tears for Qasem Soleimani. He was uh, responsible for a lot more than just the deaths in that embassy. And to put it into context for your listeners, he led a, a unit, he led a, an entity, a military entity, or a paramilitary entity, I should say, within the Iranian um, security apparatus called the, the Quds Force, which is part of the Iranian uh, Revolutionary Guards, which are an elite group within the uh, Iranian military apparatus. Now, they would be, I suppose, to put them in, uh, into further context, they are a form of clandestine operations group. They're not just a, a military intelligence or a special operations force. They would uh, combine those elements. So it's not just that force itself. It's, this allowed Soleimani have a reach way beyond Iran, uh, where he raised uh, and equipped and trained and led uh, a number of Shia-related, Shia being that branch of Islam that... Uh, this goes back to 9-11 as well, because there are suggestions that he was involved somehow in that as well. Now, it would be fair to say that Iran have been kind of poking the US, looking for trouble, in the, you know, over the last year, yeah, yeah, shooting but, down well, exactly. drones and all that. Well, so, you but, know. but not just that, these various militia groups, that, as I was explaining, that uh, he has coordinated and trained have been a source of trouble for the US and the Western world in general. Um, I'm not so sure about his involvement in 9-11, but there are that numerous... That was suggestion over the weekends, yeah. Blowing up oil fields, etc., yeah. Yeah, and numerous other attacks, engagements of sabotage, murders, internecine blood feuds between the Sunni and the Shia that he would have been stalking. He was a great source of instability in the Middle East, let's put it that way. I mean, but here's the question, and I've often said in the past that it was a mistake to take down Saddam Hussein and Gaddafi because a lot of people and experts would agree that you kind of destabilize these parts of the world when you take away these people, although we believe they're evil and we know exactly what they're responsible for. Um, But is it a good idea to take them out? I mean, look, we all know, did he deserve it? Yes, he did, unquestionably. Do countless Mm -hmm. others deserve it? Probably, yes. But I mean, is it the right thing to do to win and take them out? Strategically, I don't think it was the best of ideas um, because there were there were numerous other ways that his activities could have been contained without it being such a direct attack. Symbolism matters hugely in this situation. Sentiment matters hugely. And I think his death has served to galvanize sentiment within Iran and surrounding Shia-related areas to, to, to give him a, a greater credibility. He's a Michael Collins-type character to the, the, the Shia Muslims, and particularly within Iran. And so even those who would dissent from the government line in Iran have been out protesting and uh, mourning his death. 
So I don't think it was the wisest of moves. And I think it's allowed Iran to be able to paint themselves as the victim in this situation. Having said mm-hmm. that, on the other side of the coin, I don't think it's going to lead to World War Three. I don't think Iran mm. has either the appetite or capability for engaging I mean, in a full-on war with the Trump US. Trump has been condemned, of course, for his tweets, threatening, I suppose, in a tweet to target Iranian cultural sites. Mind you, you know, I, I, you know, in Tel Aviv and both the Civilian Centre, uh, UNESCO, the World Heritage Site, not really sure, you know, that what those people, people are guilty of. Uh, but, I mean, he, I suppose, could be guilty of an act of war or a war crime, should I say, uh, you know, by tweeting this, yeah. of course. Well, tweet, tweet is a tweet. It depends. It remains to be seen what he does. I mean, there's been a lot of hyperbole about the whole, you know, um, act of, of, of killing Qasem Soleimani. Was it a war crime? Well, I would say not. He's been very much a combatant. He has a lot of blood on his hands. Uh, I think it's the methodology here. I think it, did the U.S. need to be so bellicose? They wanted to send a message. Uh, Donald Trump certainly decided to send a particular message in a certain way, and that will have consequences. It certainly, on, on the other side of the coin, it does call the Iranians bluff. Um, well, it is maybe, a bit hypocritical because Trump was one of the first ones when Obama did exactly the same thing. He was one of the first ones to say, you know, if you want to do sort something out, you do a bit of talking and you don't go in there and start killing people. Uh, and this has been quoted over the weekend. This video has been played over and over again where he said this about Obama. I mean, should we be condemning it? I mean, the, the question has been asked now whether Ireland should condemn uh, the actions of America in relation to this. Now, of course, we are no, allies. That would be very stupid. That would be very stupid of us on so many levels. Uh, if we were going to go into a situation to go head-to-head with one of our most, as you correctly put it, most important allies. It should be over something that is a lot more uh, morally fraught than this. And this, you know, I would not like to see Ireland's interests damaged because of uh, some sort of misappropriated uh, ethical issue with um, uh, Qasem Soleimani. Qasem Soleimani, it would be the equivalent of seeing the head of the Vatican SS killed. No, we should stay out of this. Let's let it take its course and remember that we have uh, bigger, bigger fish to fry. In but it is concerning, and, I, and I'm looking here at the screen in the background here, and I see, you know, there's a, a line of people, you know, I mean, probably, you know, a few hundred thousand people on a street, uh, you know, at the moment. I mean, and they're looking for Trump's head. I mean, I believe there's a bounty on his head of so many millions or billions at the moment. I mean, do you really believe there might be repercussions? I think there will be repercussions. I know, there, there will be repercussions. The Iranians will have to be seen to do, uh, do something. But if they're clever... Uh, and, I, and I suspect they already are thinking about it. There are a lot of soft power options that they will do. They will engage with, and a lot of hacking. Uh, yes, well, they've already uh, done that. Yeah, hacking is one thing, but using the UN to try and further embarrass and uh, damage US standing in the world. Uh, they will also be able to engage in proxy attacks because this is the thing. This is the thing people should remember. He wasn't a general in the ordinary sense of commanding a, a conventional military force. He had tentacles with a lot of militia and paramilitary groupings that are non-state actors, not directly connected to the Iranian government. That can so there, there will probably be all kinds of attacks and strikes over the coming period on U.S particularly military installations, that will not be directly attributable to Iran in the same way that uh, Vladimir Putin and Russia launched attacks in Ukraine and other areas where they weren't directly attributable to them, but everybody in the know knew who was orchestrating them. And they're very difficult to deal with and respond to those kinds of attacks because you can't launch, you, can, uh, you can't use the full weight of your military, um, uh, your military assets in such a situation. Mm. I mean, sorry, okay, the target I mean, isn't clear. I'm just looking at the text coming in here. Somebody says uh, they deserved it. Another person said Trump is trying to distract from a possible impeachment. Uh, I don't believe he would go that far to distract from an impeachment, personally. Well, 
I, I think that I think your, both your your listeners have a, have a point though. I don't think he orchestrated this because of the impeachment, but I think it came along in or around at the right time, and I would say it could have had some degree of influence on the timing of the attack. Yeah, but if you Although look, I, but if you look I, at the yeah. protests across America over the weekend, he's not getting a huge amount of support for the attack. No, he's not. And I think the attack was probably going to happen at some stage because Soleimani was a thorn, not just in the side of, of, of the U.S., but uh, so many other interests. I mean, he was a major factor in keeping the, uh, the leader of the Syrian regime, Bashar al-Assad, in power. He's a major factor in having facilitated the Russians getting a footprint back in the Middle East. And um, so his, 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 his neutralization, whether through his death or through any other form, was something that was highly likely to be on the cards at some stage. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on the air. Security no, analyst, no, Declan no. Power. Thanks very much. All right, well, I suppose, it's, uh, I suppose watch this space because, uh, as Declan rightly pointed out, and many experts have said, there probably will be repercussions. Mind you, they may not be the repercussions that you would imagine. Uh, I'm not, you know, terrorist activity or bombings or whatever it is. It could be, uh, we're living in a digital age. It could be hacking you know I mean remember many years ago they took down Wall Street I mean so for example you know it's very easy for them to get into these kind of systems and do a lot more damage which would cost America a lot more money uh, than lives Real people Real opinions Real talk radio The multi award winning Niall Boylan show Classic Hits